Welcome to Dangerously Likely. I'm Caleb. And I'm Terrell. And today, we're Dangerously Likely to talk about the year 2020. So Caleb, if we're doing a review of 2020, is it going to be like Spotify where they do your rap playlist? Because I know you're the whole Apple person and you don't get the cool playlist like a Spotify folk. So like, is this your your attempt to do that? Well, Terrell, I, I know you always like to uh, go against Apple Music and make fun of me for it, except Apple Music is better and has over 10 million more songs than Spotify. Spotify's for the people. <laughs> Not if they don't have as many songs. Anyways, I'd say to all our viewers out there that uh, we are dangerously likely to get you all wrapped up in our stats real quick. So, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> So if we're really taking a deep dive real quick in 2020, um, we'll just kind of go through some of our, how many views we've had, how many episodes we've had. This is all the stats we've had up till now with our previous 12 episodes, uh, not including the episode that we're talking to you in right now. So we've had over 1000 plays 1053 to be exact our audience has been around 60 to 70 this whole time per episode we're in along with the united states south korea ireland russia germany and the united kingdom and when we're talking about the united states we're in 26 states but only if you count washington dc as a state we're not the senate so we definitely count washington dc as a state Fantastic. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Our most viewed platform is Apple Podcasts by Spotify. And only, only because we, coming from the marketing side of things, changed our link to favor Apple Podcasts. So better. I, I think those stats might be a little tilted in Apple Podcasts' favor. Just saying, Spotify is still for the people. I know plenty of people who listen to our podcast religiously through Spotify, but that's just me. All right, Terrell, we get it. You like Spotify. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> our, uh, big, our demographics look about 60% female and 40% male with a little bit of non-binary and non-specified in the mix there. And then our top three age groups, our number one age group listening to this podcast is 18 through 22. And our second most is 23 to, through 27. And lastly, we're hitting the 45 through 59 age group pretty well. Nice. I know. So I want to take this moment and really talk directly to the audience for a second. Thank you all for supporting us, for consistently listening. And don't be afraid to reach out to us. If you know us, have our numbers reach out there. Obviously, we have Instagram, Twitter, um, even Facebook. And there's uh, a number and email that is also in the um, description of every episode we posted. Don't be afraid to reach out and tell us your thoughts and give us some feedback. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, even if you want us to bring up even a topic or a conversation that you'd like us to talk about. That would be great. So thank yeah. you all for your support. It's been a good year, a good start for this podcast. And we're looking forward to 2021. I think instead of doing a what if, I think we should talk about some of our favorite moments. What do you think? Ooh, I kind of like that. But 
I'm in Michigan and you're in Idaho. So how are we, are we just going to have a conversation? Cause I, I still stand by while our listeners might love listening to us at a certain point, they get bored with our, our voices and the what if was so fun. So what are we going to do to make this fun? Okay, Terrell. So instead of the what if, I was kind of thinking that we could do kind of like a question each other about not only favorite moments, but just different aspects of the pod in the year in general as a year in review. So we'll take turns going back and forth, asking each other a question. And we both have a few, a few questions um, laid out for each other. And then after that, I think we'll go through some of our favorite clips from the pod and just some funny moments in general to end off on a good note for the year. All right. I like it. Cool. You want to start? Sure. Okay. I'm really hoping that the listeners can hear the paper raffle a little bit. Yeah. Are you, do you have many note cards of questions? <laughs> yeah. I have a little paper and I put it into a little thing. So I'm actually going to pull stuff that I don't even know. All right. Are you ready for your first question, Caleb? Heck yeah. What was your favorite what if of the pod? Ooh, that's a good question. And actually you kind of took mine, but anyways. <laughs> Uh, my favorite what if uh, from from the pod all our podcasts 12 episodes which is pretty 12 cool. episodes um, it's gotta be from the episode it's about all of us where you asked about songs I believe one of them was theme song one of them was happy song and one of them was a sad song yep and I think I think our, our audience really, our listeners really related to that because everyone loves music, right? And we love music. And I thought it was a good what if. It was nice. Have you moved away from all, if I remember correctly, you really fell into the sad songs, but had a struggle finding the happy song. So with time, have you found a few more happy ones or found <laughs> a little bit more on that side? <laughs> I, um, you know, I was looking at my songs of uh, kind of 2020 the other day and just kind of looking at some of the ones that have lasted on my playlist all this time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the ones I really like is by coin. It's called. I feel alive question mark. (laughs) (laughs) And I like the song because it's pretty upbeat, but the chorus is kind of like, like, and we're okay. Yeah, we're okay. Like, it's okay. And this song kind of came out like in the middle of quarantine, but I kind of relate it back to like about a year ago when I was starting 2020. And I was like, okay, this is the semester I graduate. You know, I, back then I was student body president. This is my last semester of that. Like, and I was like with graduation a semester away and making sure that like all our, my classes were in line that I was going to graduate and like kind of finishing off some things in the involvement world like i kind of relate that like yeah yeah i'm okay like we're okay we're doing this like this is exciting so that's kind of that's one song i was really kind of looking at okay yeah i don't know if i have any other happy ones though so there's that (laughs) (laughs) it it balances it out because i think you had two sad songs and now you have two happy songs so it's all good perfect (laughs) your turn okay so terrell which podcast do you think was the audience's favorite out of all of them? 
Wow. I would have to say just based on conversations we've had and things that are happening, the like number one episode for our audience so far was our last episode um, with Torrance, I Bought the Dream. I think... Ooh, that's a good one. I think he brought such a unique style to the storytelling piece and we both had a way to play into it, which I, I think made the dynamic a lot more fun. Um, but also Torrance is so passionate in politics and and working from an activism level that I think a lot of his expertise carried in that episode a lot too. So I'm going to make an assumption. Anyone listening right now can call me out. Feel free to text, email. But my assumption is that was by far our audience favorite. You know, and I just got to latch on to that. I think like along with that torrents just like I think really like hit it off with us well, you know, like he's definitely a future guest. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But don't let him know that because yeah, our legal team still hasn't finalized the paperwork. Lawrence, if you're listening, stop listening. <laughs> we'll have our right. teams contact your team. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> All, All right. right. Are you ready for another one? Oh, yeah. Ooh. All right. What was your 2020 survival technique? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh my God. What did I do in 2020 that got me here to 2021 almost? Almost. Well, I think my survival technique was a couple things. I think one, of course, and this is always my survival technique. One of them was music. I mm -hmm. like really kind of tried to branch out in music this year. I'm very much into alternative music and alternatives kind of broad in itself as a genre, but I tried to branch out a little bit more into other genres I don't normally listen to. And I found some stuff that I don't think I would have found. So that's good. Um, that's probably like number three. Number two is going on hikes and being outside, I think, which is what I normally do to survive. Like after a long week, I'll uh, take a half day or maybe a full day and go somewhere out of town and go on a pretty drive and hike and maybe camp. So that, many, that certainly helped. How many hikes did you do during the whole pandemic shelter in place, quarantine stuff? You know, Terrell, not actually that many hikes. Uh, when I was in Coeur d'Alene, like I kind of play it by the book. Like I always take somebody with me and in Coeur d'Alene, um, sometimes my parents would go on hikes with me sometimes in on the weekends, but during the week I didn't like, I wasn't hanging out with people because of COVID, you know? So I just didn't really go on a ton of hikes when I was in, um, Coeur d'Alene. But when I got back to Boise, I did some adventures. I really like kind of released some of that pent up energy, um, in driving around the Boise national forest and camping a few times and going on some nice big view hikes. But my number one, my number one um, survival technique probably was planning this podcast with you, honestly. Uh -huh. it, it was the only thing that I felt like, especially when I was in limbo, I didn't really know what I was going to do for a while. It was probably the only thing I really felt purpose on during that time. Hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. 
I don't want to answer this question because that's not a part of the rules, but answer I, also, it. I was going to say I would also agree that this has been one of my top survival techniques for this year, both from the the side of building community and finding connection when I think a lot of us really struggled to find that during all of this, but also, and I've shared this on the pod a lot and talked to you, Caleb, about this a lot, but um, this has given me such an amazing opportunity to test out a lot of skills that I hadn't tested out in a long time and play around with a lot of new things and learn new things. So um, I'm really appreciative as well. And I think it definitely helped me survive. I mean, you basically became a graphic designer for this. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Just like done some stuff on the side, you know, just, just <laughs> chill. <laughs> So my next question for you is, and this one's a pretty, this is a pretty simple one. Okay. What is your favorite podcast that we did? Ooh. I think I'm so awful at this too, because you remember the names every episode. And I'm like, that's ah, this episode that talked about this. I think this <laughs> one was, that's a bunch of malarkey or a bunch of malarkey, something along those lines, but it was the post-election episode where we spoke to or am I way to I can't remember if that episode was the one leading up to the election and then there was another one after anyway I think I think that one was leading up to the election the bunch of malarkey one that's what I thought and was afraid you might be referring to it's about all of us it might be that one um but that episode I think a lot to when you spoke in that episode, um, there was just so much hope in it was, is whichever tense you want to use. Um, and it was just a moment of, all right, so we have an answer. We know what's next now. Now, how do we plan? What are the, what are the things that we're looking forward to? And kind of similar to the Ruth Bader Ginsburg episode, that one I remember because it's I sent, but, um, it didn't focus on the politics as much, but it did speak a lot to um, just the the key things that are happening and how all of this stuff impacts so many different aspects of life. And um, it was just really happy and, and fun. So that would be my favorite. I think I'd have to agree with that. I thought, I thought we had, first of all, I thought we just like had a great conversation and I loved... Um, it was the first time I've ever done this as the one who edits the podcasts, um, entering like clips of their speeches, Joe Biden mm-hmm. and Kamala Harris's speeches into it. And I thought that really added to it, like another level. Yeah. I thought that was a overall good one. And it was my the episode that houses my favorite what if. I've had a lot. You've done really good at hitting on some of the podcast stuff. I've only had one. Anyway. Um, <laughs> this one I'm, I'm really... I'm really interested to hear your response to this one. <laughs> what was the most unbelievable thing to happen this year, in your opinion? The year in general or in the podcast? The year in general and the podcast. I'm going to make it a twofer because I'm intrigued. Oh, my God. There was so many unbelievable things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
honestly, what's weird to me is like the first two months of this year, I was like, when, when I, when it was like new year's, I was just feeling good. I was like, yeah. this is going to be a good year, you know? And the first two months proved to be pretty good. Like I was having a great time, you know, it was my last semester. I was kind of soaking up all those moments. And then unbelievably it all stopped. <laughs> so there's one. Oh man. I don't know. Um, oh, actually, you know, something that really surprised me and this happened right before everything shut down for COVID. I was in Washington, DC and I was there for like four days. And in that four days, Joe Biden went from basically being the worst candidate in the primary to winning it. <laughs> That's shout out South it. Carolina. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to put that one down because I still think that's like, that was crazy in four days. It happened in four days. I mean, like what? Literally We're, there was a conversation that Pete Buttigieg was going to be the democratic nominee for president. And I remember talking to you about my pure disdain for that idea. <laughs> lo and behold, here we are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that was insane. And I'm just going to, I'm going to do that one. Cause I don't, I'm exhausted of COVID and I'm sure everybody else is too. So none of that stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. But for the pod, what was your, what was the most unbelievable moment for you on the pod? Unbelievable moment. I don't know. Every time you attack me. What do you mean? (laughs) When have I attacked you and you didn't see it coming? Oh God. Oh man. I actually don't remember. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly, Mr. I like, or I'm always smashed or people smash me. People smash, people like to smash me. That's what it was. I feel like I'm more of the bringer of unforgettable and unbelievable moments. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> people, hashtag Fox News. people like to smash me is a merch idea. Write that down. Also hashtag Fox News with the whole birds aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think the most unbelievable moment for me is every single time you've attacked me with Apple music for using Apple music. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty unbelievable because we all know Apple music is superior, but anyways, it's my turn to ask a question. <laughs> I'm just saying I've never met someone who doesn't have both. And you're the only person who's like completely anti Spotify. I only use Spotify through our dangerously likely account. And I got to be honest, it's only made me like Apple music more. Nope. Regardless. bro. <laughs> What was your single greatest like moment? What was the single greatest moment for you in the pod or in the year? Answer both. I so saw that coming. I think greatest moment of the year um, was going to the March on Washington uh, in DC, obviously March on Washington, but that. One, it, it was amazing because I got to go with my fraternity little. Him and I started a tradition where we do family trips every year. And because I moved to Boise, we didn't get to do one one year. And in the middle of the pandemic, we managed to make it work. Um, but while we were there, his little, my grand little, um, actually had an internship there. So restaurants were open and it, it was just awesome to have all of us together and just like have that moment and feel some sense of of life before 
all of this, even with facial coverings and all those things. Um, but even beyond that, marching through DC and seeing the level of commitment individuals had to say, what's happening now is not a reflection of who we are. It's a stain on who we are and we need to do better to, to clear that mirror, to wipe the smudge away so that we can see the full picture again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that hundred percent takes the cake for this year, but for the pod. Mm, you know, I think for the pod, it would have to be when we started. Because I still remember being at your place until the wee hours of the morning, <laughs> doing like on GarageBand, making music while you're playing around and doing some editing on the first episode and like hiding in your bedroom to like get do the phone call and get all the pieces together like just all of it happening in that one moment now looking back is just one hilarious but two like it was fun and the level of commitment we had then and still now is just it's cool oh my god i remember that i was like go in my bedroom so you can make this phone call <laughs> <laughs> I just remember being like, I'm going to leave by this time. And we would go do something for I what felt like 20 minutes, but turned into be an hour and a half would pass me like, well, I'm going to set a new time for when I'm leaving 30 minutes from now. And then that time would pass. And next thing you know, we've come up with a name. We made all the, the graphics that we needed for the moment. We had picked a date. We had done all this stuff and we did all the work, but it was also like, three o'clock in the morning yeah i need to go home because i have to work tomorrow thank you very much <laughs> that was a fun moment i like that a yeah. lot it was a good time okay terrell what is a thing a story a topic that you wished we had covered this year on the podcast well Ironically, as I sit in at my parents' place on this Zoom call, I have um, ABC on and they're doing their year in review for the world and the country. Um, and I completely forgot that Donald J. Trump was impeached. Knowing full well that he was, I forgot that it happened this year. I forgot, I kind of have forgotten the month of February, if I'm being completely transparent. And while I'm appreciative that our pod did a great job to talk about him without always directly talking about him, we talked about different aspects or policies that came up that we didn't like that might've brought him in or Joe Biden. Seeing that, I, I wish we had an opportunity to go back and share just a, a frank opinion about him uh, and yes it might alienate some people and cause some other issues but like I think as we move forward however it looks um right now we're we're in this weird phase of are we in a crisis are we not like oh no the institutions are going to do fine but we've never had a person who's occupied the Oval Office outright try to overturn an election 
and have so many people willing to not say anything outright in their own party. Like Nixon yeah. even had his entire party go against him and tell him to resign so they didn't have to remove him from office. But um, yeah, I think it, maybe it's not a specific topic, but I think if we have one episode de- dedicated to Donald Trump, I think that one would have been fun. It would have been painful, don't get me wrong, but it would have been fun. Yeah, I actually do agree with that. And honestly, we could have done, I think we could have, if I hadn't gotten COVID, because there was one week that we missed for the podcast, I think we could have gone really in depth on like exactly what you were just talking about, about like how the whole party kind of backed him in trying to like say, no, no, the election's not over, even though it was. So for him to turn around and stab them all in the back because oh yeah, he did McConnell. Yeah, he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't care. Um, anyways, I think it's your turn. I think so. All right, let's see what we get. Oh, this is a good one. Um, what's something you hope to take into 2021? This podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I agree. Hopefully this isn't our last episode and you're going to walk away after and be like, yep, that was great. We're done. So there. <laughs> you know, something I heard and I, you know, I'm still fact checking this, but uh, I heard that the first day, January 1st, 2021, the whole world is just back to normal. Same. I heard that on December 31st, 2020, there's going to be a moment where time doesn't change. Like the year doesn't turn into 2021. All the clocks, for whatever reason, just reset as if it's a, it's still December 31st. So yeah, have fun with that. So 2020 never ends? Yeah, 2020 never ends. Why would you put that nightmare into our audience's minds? Don't forget, I also wanted the, there to be an electoral college split. So that might have, that in this are the most unbelievable things that have happened in the podcast this year for me. Okay, no, Mr. Birds aren't real. Well, yeah. Because they're not. All right, Fox News. I don't have time for this today. <laughs> Okay, Terrell, this is my last question. Okay. When you think back on the past few episodes, 12 episodes, past three months of podcasts that we've been doing, what is the thing that you most want to change about it? I know I'm asking the, the deep questions. You know, I'm getting really, really into it right now. Is a new co-host an option? <laughs> moving on (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding this is a prime example of you attacking me okay follow up to your question is it is it just about the podcast itself or is it like our marketing strategy or our listener base like is it is it specific to what we produce and put on Spotify, Apple, all those places, or is it open to the entire thing that is our pod? Anything related to our podcast. Cool. Then I would say my, 
the one thing I want to change in 2021 is how we market. Um, you and I've had some conversations about this. And I think in that first couple of months, there was a focus on building an identity and building a brand. And I'm not saying that it's there and everyone recognizes it, but I do think that on a lot of our platforms, we're in a space now where the brand is there. We can now like go and be free and do other things and not have it be, this needs to be our colors and this has to be this. So this might be throwing shade, it might not be, I'm just gonna say it. I don't think we have to be the Boise State when I think we're starting to become the University of Michigan. Everyone knows like U of M, University of Michigan, however you want to call them, part of the Big Ten Conference, known for their football teams, known for being these elite um, education centers in the Midwest. U of M doesn't need to plaster its colors and do all of those intricate things because it just has a brand. People recognize it. And again, I, I think Boise State does that but Boise State also has the blue turf and everything has to be blue and everything has to be orange and there's a certain type. And I think from our marketing strategy, we've done a good job of, again, like being in between the two, but instead of everyone remembering us for the blue turf, I'd rather people remember us because we're this group that does this thing. So that would be the thing I change. Yeah, no, I I t- completely agree with that. I'm actually going to answer this question too because I thought it was a good one. <laughs> of course you did. And I thought about it a little bit. And I actually, I don't know if this is a change or just something we're going to kind of evolve into more um, because we've always talked about it. But like, I don't know, like we definitely like it found our footing, I think more in the last 12 episodes than like necessarily tried new things. That might be the wrong way to put it. But yeah, no, I agree. I'm looking forward to uh, doing is having guests on, but purely to have like almost a round table style, like how we banter back and forth about topics and politics, but with someone else. Um, I'm excited to have guests on to just be a part of that conversation. Yeah. Like our election day coverage when we had all of our um, correspondents from well, all of them our two correspondents from Michigan and Florida pop in on our IG lives to give us like takes and insights. I would love to see that in 2021 yeah. too. Yeah. I'm excited for that. All right. I have one last question. Ooh. Caleb, what was your favorite topic we discussed on this podcast this year? Ooh, favorite topic. You know, um, early on we did one about movies I really like talking about movies and movie theaters closing and how much I like the movie theater. I thought that was a good one, except I think that's the runner up to honestly, what I think is my favorite episode, which is it's about all of us. I just think that um, that was the episode that we talked about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris winning after they were officially called Um and it was also the the one with the what if about the songs yep. and something about that episode. I just felt like even like both of us were just like, really like the conversation was good. It was really organized. Um, I thought we had a great time discussing just kind of the hope and even some of the um, remaining 
fears, remaining um, qualms about what happened. Um, but I just thought it was like a really structured and I episode, and I thought that we were just really in tune for that. And it just it just feels it, to me it feels like the best. And everybody claps. Yes, I agree with all of what you shared, and I agree that the movie episode, which was the title I just dropped shamelessly, um, was a different episode, but a really great one that I I hope we can revisit when we come into 2021 and have some more of those conversations. Because I, I appreciate talking about politics, obviously, but I think you have such great insights when it comes to pop culture and cultural pieces. And I would enjoy diving into those some more too. Yeah, me too. Well, as fun as that was, I really think my favorite piece of this episode is going to be what is to come. Um, Caleb has done an amazing job on the editing end and has pieced together some clips from our favorite episodes that we just want to call back to and share with y'all, our listeners. For our loyal listeners, these might be some callbacks or some things you've already heard before. And for those who are joining us for the first time with this episode, this could be a really fun game of hide and seek where you hear a clip that you're like, how did they even start talking about that? Or that's kind of funny. And you go figure out which episode it was. And then you can email us, tell us, and we'll congratulate you and give you a gold star. <laughs> gold star for everyone. So I think, Caleb, you can queue up the clips here. All right, here we go. All right, as I was saying, welcome to Dangerously Likely, a podcast created by two friends with a passion for people, politics, and culture. I'm Caleb Smith. And I'm Terrell Couch. And today, we're Dangerously Likely to start a podcast. So I'm sure everyone's wondering, how did two friends come together and start this podcast? Well, as you kind of heard in the intro, we had a phone call and we talked about a BuzzFeed article where white men were dangerously likely to start a podcast in quarantine. That's me. That is Caleb. <laughs> Check us out every Thursday. That's when we'll be dropping episodes. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram mostly because there will be some awesome content coming out there. But Twitter IG. will also do some cool retweets. Cool retweets and tweets. We'll tweet by ourselves. So, Caleb, what if you were able to be any animal you wanted for a day? What would you be and why? You know, Terrell, that's a great question. <laughs> because even though these aren't real, I would probably be some sort of bird. <laughs> for context of why birds i laughed as aren't real as i did folks birds aren't real was that a me thing or was that a you thing i think it's an everyone thing birds are definitely real well terrell terrell just because they sit on wire or uh, yeah why so terrell lines. you know why they sit on power lines because they're comfortable it's not because they recharge it's I'm because they recharge you, you know why are we becoming you know fox why? news right now is that what like what you know why covid is a thing why <laughs> terrell is very scared right now just a little concerned the government created it so everyone would go inside we are fox to news. change the batteries of the birds we're fox news 
Wow, I never thought this. They're would government be how drones, I... Terrell. I never thought this is how I would fall. Don't um, worry, don't um... worry, folks. I'm completely kidding. Are you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dangerously likely to be joking about this right now. Maybe I'd be a spider just to scare the shit out of half the human race. Oh, but I do very it in a, vengeful in a, in a safe place because people just like to smash me, even though I help them get rid of fries. <laughs> they like to what you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a very specific answer for you, Terrell. Oh, I don't if like you, this already. <laughs> to me, if you were any character in a horror movie, you'd be the character that would realize that you're in a horror movie and then try to like smart your way out of it, but still be the first to die. What? <laughs> Absolutely. Not a chance. Absolutely not. There is no way I'm the first to die. That's how you play in a monster. I'm at least third. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to excuse that last comment. <laughs> I'm at least third. If anything, I'm the one who's like, third I how many? Yeah, like five. There's oh. normally about five in any good horror movie. I mean, I'll accept that, but I don't think you're living. Because I've been singing High School Musical nonstop all day for whatever reason. Someone please help me. <laughs> I have a great voice. Thank you. What would be like the main song that plays the most? Like, What's that one, one beat you always got? What would be your happy song? And then what would be like the really downer, depressed, like, oh, something didn't work out song? So three songs. Terrell, I only have one clarification question. All right. Could That's you please less than could you please use that question in a sentence? I did. <laughs> that was a sentence. At the end of the day, this country to me has simultaneously so much hope, yet so much despair at the same time. Right? But <laughs> I don't know. Saturday made me feel hopeful feel like it made me feel like there was so much hope in that moment i was gonna i was gonna actually say i think we are a great example of that because i i we've talked about this and i know you you found that hope and you you're encouraged but i personally can't help but reflect that the now number two candidate to win the most votes in american history is still donald j trump and there's still this Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Terrell Couch. And I'm Caleb Smith. And we're Dangerously Likely to start a podcast. And that's a wrap. Thank you all for supporting us throughout the last three months that we've started this. And we're really excited to be back again in 2021. And Terrell, I think we can say with full confidence that we're dangerously likely to see you next year. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, I'm Terrell. And I'm Caleb. And we're dangerously likely to see you next year. Woo! Pop the champagne bottle.